Faith, Hope and Love, episode 310, the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. As St. Paul says in the second reading this weekend, God has showered us with every spiritual gift. So it's good for us to pause and ask ourselves, how am I making use of all these gifts that God has given me to live my life in harmony with God's loving vision for the world? These spiritual gifts include wisdom, understanding, knowledge, discernment, courage, reverence, and wonder. This is Faith, Hope, and Love. When I was a child, my youthful heart, when it was running wild, but wiser now, I will rest those ways, though somehow a part of me As for me, in justice I shall behold your face. I shall be filled with the vision of your glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Welcome everyone, and may our Lord's empathy and grace abide in all of us. We gather to offer praise and prayers and intercessions to our loving God and encounter Christ in his word and in his sacrament. As one family in Christ, let us prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by first calling to mind our sins. You raise the dead to life in the spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner. Christ, have mercy. You bring light to those in darkness. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to
Let us pray that the Lord will help us to find the right path. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who, for the faith they profess, are accounted Christians, the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honour. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, said to Amos, O seer, go flee away to the land of Judah. Earn your bread there and prophesy there, but never again prophesy at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary and it is a temple of the kingdom. Then Amos answered Amaziah, I am no prophet, nor a prophet's son, but I am a herdsman and a dresser of sycamore trees. And the Lord took me from following the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go prophesy to my people Israel. The Word of the Lord. Lord, show us your mercy and love, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met, justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring up from the earth and justice look down from heaven. The Lord will make us prosper, our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him, and peace shall follow his steps. Lord, show us your mercy and love, and grant us your salvation. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption to sonship, as his own through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Christ we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. 
With all wisdom and insight, God has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ, we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people to the praise of his glory. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. May the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ enlighten the eyes of our heart, that we might see how great is the hope to which we are called. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Jesus said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So the twelve went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord Our Lord must have known the effect and the radical originality of what he was proposing in his message. The Gospel this weekend highlights the differences, particularly in the first reading. There were people in the time of the people of Israel and in Jesus' time as well who were professional prophets. They were born into a family of prophets. This was the family business. Just like others might be carpenters, some were prophets. And they made their money and earned their bread and shelter 
by plying their trade as a profit, which was often a rather financially rewarding occupation, particularly if you told people what they wanted to hear and avoided offending anyone with the truth. But in the first reading, we hear of Amos, and it's made quite clear that Amos is no professional prophet, but rather Amos is simply a poor shepherd who was called by God to speak God's word to the people. He's not there to reinforce people's self-serving worldviews. He's there to build up the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of me. Our Lord calls his followers to that same authenticity and simplicity, to be open and faithful to God's word and God's vision, no matter how challenging, no matter how difficult it is to hear or how difficult it is to speak. However, at the same time, Jesus is calling us to an attitude and a practice of simplicity in our lifestyles and in our desires, to live more simply and to travel lightly with less baggage, whether it be physical, spiritual or emotional baggage. It's such an attractive and reassuring message in a world where we seem to be being called to the opposite kind of thing, that is possessiveness to indulgence, to self-realization, usually at the expense of others, to materialism, and to an unapologetic participation in unwholesome words, practices, and thoughts. Our Lord commissioned the disciples, go out two by two. Again, in our modern culture, the desire to go it alone on projects and challenges is a fairly familiar approach. But this being an island unto oneself would have been a very rare attitude back in the days when belonging to a community meant everything. A person's very survival often depended upon being a member of that community and accepted by it. Nowadays, it seems a popular goal to be a self-made, self-sustaining person, as if they're a law unto themselves even. Our Lord teaches the wisdom of not going it alone on our spiritual journey especially when we're trying to share our faith or live in its very public dimensions. In the process of taking our faith out into the world and living it, we don't need a lot of baggage. In fact, we shouldn't have it. But we do need other people of faith to support us, to inspire us, guide and help us, and even at times challenge us. There's really no such thing as a solo Christian. Christianity is not something that we can do best all by ourselves, all of the time. We know it's so much easier to tear down plans and arguments, much easier than it is to build them up or help make a plan or a vision work. There seems to be all too many examples of people throughout the world acting before proper, sober evaluation or acting by actually seeking messages that reinforce our own predetermined interests. Christ calls us to act after due consideration for the kind of world God is asking us to create by our decisions. Jesus' gospel is certainly not about self-serving choices. Christ wants his disciples to travel lightly so as to be free to live his good news. Our Lord commands us to be detached from things because things and ever-increasing possessions easily can clutter up our lives and weigh us down. These things can block us from achieving our goal of proclaiming his gospel in action and in word. Someone once wrote that half the confusion in the world 
comes from being unable to realize just how little we really need. So if it's harder than ever for us to know how little we need and how little some others actually have, perhaps the problem in our modern culture at the moment is that there's an alarming and increasing gap, a blurring between the concepts of want and need. Our Lord clarifies this action with his teaching and his example. As you travel through life, travel lightly. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We've heard in God's word the proclamation of truth, peace, glory, and salvation. Mindful of God's promise, we ask for a blessing on our prayers. That those who follow Christ may always be grateful for the blessings of faith, hope, and love. Lord, hear us. That nations around the world will make the decisions necessary to overcome poverty and degradation. Lord, hear us. That missionaries may never grow weary of preaching the gospel and working in community to build up the body of Christ. Lord, hear us. That those who have experienced rejection or who feel unloved may be rescued by the power of Christ's love. Lord, hear us. Let us pray that God's grace will inspire all people to see themselves as part of the body of Christ and work together in cooperation. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, for healing, strength and peace, Lord, hear us. That those who have died may overcome darkness to reflect the light of eternal glory, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Blessed be you, Lord God, source of all goodness. We ask you to take our worries and cares and transform them. Bring us the freedom promised by your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Look upon the offerings of the church, O Lord, as she makes her prayer to you, and grant that, when consumed by those who believe, they may bring ever greater holiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and, giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy for ever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. 
Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her young. By your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, blessed are they who dwell in your house, for ever singing your praise. A prayer for spiritual communion, in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament, I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Having consumed these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that by our participation in this mystery, its saving effects upon us may grow. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us in this time of prayer, praise and sacraments. I pray that this coming week brings you an ever deeper experience of our Lord's compassion and love. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on the name of the three in one. Today I arise.